Hey, NAIA football fans. This is John Cooper and Corey Thorpe here with the NAIA Football Podcast. We are joined by Coach Stutz Ream, better known as Coach Stutz. He has taken over the Rocky Mountain College job for the Badland Bears for his first year as head coach. He is familiar with Rocky Mountain, and we are excited to have him here today. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great, doing great. Just in the uh, last week or so of uh, recruiting and waiting for signing day, and just got our uh, number 14, 15, and 16th commits of the day. Coach, I, I, I follow you on Twitter, and I know a good portion of our followers also follow you guys because we have a lot of followers in that northwest area. How key is it to just, as an NAIA program, recruiting in-state, especially with you just getting into the swing of things here not too long ago, just trying to dominate the, your state in recruiting? Yeah, I think it's huge. Uh, every year, we're going we're gonna to try to get the best players out of the state um, every year. And that was our philosophy when, when Jason was here as the head coach, Coach Petrino. And, um, you know, I think you have to do that wherever you're at. And, um, you know, when I got here in mid-December after I was hired, um, we kind of sat down as a staff and uh, really put together our recruiting board. And there were a lot of guys that were that were on the list that – because I was here until last April. So I even knew a lot of the juniors that were 2B seniors um, that I had a uh, either a connection with or knew about. Um, so it was really good. And, and then from there, you know, you, you have to branch out a little bit and, uh, we've got a great tie with, with Boise, uh, and, and Idaho as well. And then Phoenix, Arizona, and, um, kind of the Seattle and Portland area, uh, out in Washington. So, you know, you branch out a little bit from there and, and then, uh, before you know it for signing day, you've got your, you know, 25 to 30 guys or whatever you need. And, and, uh, but it's been good. There's been some, there's been some long nights and, and early days and, uh, but I wouldn't, wouldn't want it any other way. Coach, we've talked to other programs and I'm sure yours is no different right now. These are championship months. They're absolutely crucial. You know, your January, February, leading on the spring practice in March and leaking into April, but you have a team that has playoff experience and, What's it been like so far getting these guys into off-season workouts or any kind of off-season training? Have they been pretty receptive to it? Yeah, it's been great. You know, I always believe culture uh, starts with coaches and continues with players. And our players understand the culture uh, that was implemented a couple years ago and and where it needs to keep going uh, and getting better. Uh, You know, it's people are patting us on the back and saying, hey, great job of winning the conference championship and going to the first round but um we're kind of sitting here going hey we need to do better that needs to be a uh, consistency and and continue to grow and get better but um our first wednesday uh, of workouts uh was a running day for us and, and we went outside it was 15 degrees um just because i wanted to see what kind of team we had you know did we have a team that was going to complain about the cold and make excuses and do all those things and um and or did we have a team that was gonna that was gonna fight and just say hey let's let's get this done whatever the the measures may be and um, luckily they were the the team that uh, said you know we need to have a good attitude about it and get going and you know four years ago I don't know if that would have been the case uh, here and so uh, really excited about the guys and the way they're working in the weight room and and with running and everything like that and um, you know they know that we've just got to keep making those steps and those strides up uh, you know one thing I say is. You don't want peaks and valleys. 
you know, you want peaks and plateaus. And uh, so we've just got to keep growing. And, and we've got a lot of talent on this team and a lot of guys that work hard. Um, but we did lose a, a huge crop of seniors and really, really good players and even better people. Um, so we've just got to keep getting better uh, all the time with recruiting and staying on top of it and, and going from there. Coach, I think this has got to be about the largest disparity in climates that I think you could just about get between two podcasts. Last week we had on uh, the coach from St. Thomas down there in Miami where they're starting yeah. a football program, and now we're going to the far reaches of, of Montana up here. Um, you know, so you know, two different climates. What's it like um, coming back af- uh, to Rocky after kind of helping to... Uh, set the foundation for what was a, a a playoff run last year. What's what's that been like, and and how would or how are your expectations different than um, they would be otherwise? Since you know these players, oh, it's been great. We had a team meeting our first, uh, uh, basically the second night back um, when guys got back to school in January, and um, we had ninety players there. You know, and I think all but maybe three or four tops, I was either, I've either coached them, recruited them, known them through the recruiting process. Uh, so it was, it was a pretty easy transition with that. Um, you know, there was a lot of, uh, people loved and, and I do too, you know, coach Petrino did a hell of a job here and, um, he's a great guy and a great coach and, and all that staff that I worked with and, you know, those types of things. And there was a little bit of change, um, in the staff and, and, uh, but it's been good. Our players have responded really, really, really well. Um, and just really happy. And, you know, I think they knew me, uh, which helped out a lot. And, you know, there was those first couple awkward days, like, Oh, you know, he's back. What's, is there going to be a lot of things that change or don't change? And I think they're kind of seeing that, you know, I, I was here when the foundation was, was laid and sure there's always going to be some changes when, you know, a head coach changes that that's with anybody, you know, that's from uh, North Dakota state. There's going to be changes now that uh, their head coach went to Kansas state and they hired from within. So there's always a little bit of changes and tweaks, but that happens from year to year on the same staff um, with everything. And so um, a lot of good things, you know, going on here and our guys are, are, you know, do a good job and we forget how, uh, how 18 to 22 year olds are, are so resilient and, and the different things that happen to them day to day basis. So, uh, you know, they're just a, a great group of guys to be around. We have a lot of fun. Um, we smile a lot and, but we work extremely hard. Um, and you know, I knew when, when I applied for this job that I really wanted it because I was very comfortable, not even with the guys, but with the community, uh, with the school, with the administration. Um, I didn't want to just take any job, uh, especially as my first head coaching job. I think too many coaches rush into those things or take a job just, just to have a job. Um, and, uh, you know, I was very comfortable with Rocky. I think it's a great university, and, and I'm just excited to, to be here and, and continue this thing. But, um, you know, the stage has been set, and it's just got to keep getting better and better. Coach, um, wanted to ask about a couple of a couple of players here. You had or have a couple of – NAI All-Americans on your team, uh, Ryder Rice, defensive end, um, was that 14 and a half sacks last year is what I, if I remember, and an All-American punter. Um, so if you want to take a, a second and talk about those, those couple of guys there and what, what they mean to, to your program. 
Yeah, well, first off, Ryder Rice, I mean, he's an even better person. You know, he's close to a 3.5 uh, QM GPA. I mean, he's just a, a great, great person. Um, works extremely hard in the classroom. You know, he's not a, a very vocal leader. Um, you know, he doesn't, he's not really the rah-rah guy. He plays with a lot of emotion, but he just leads so well by example. And, and he's such a great player and even better person. Um, you know, for two years, he haunted me when he was at practice and stuff when we were on the offensive side of the ball. But, you know, on Saturdays, you just love what he, he does and just plays with so much passion and plays so hard. Um, you know, was a six-man uh, football player from here from Savage, Montana. And just does an outstanding job for us and, and really cares about this program and, and uh, you know, very excited for him uh, for his senior year. And, you know, he's a guy that um, he's close to graduating and uh, has done the right things in the classroom and in the community. And, uh, again, you just can't say enough. And, you know, I, I, every good thing that happens to him, he deserves. Um, and then so uh, – and with our punter, you know, Matt does a great job. And uh, he actually came here as a running back to begin with. And, you know, he kind of told us that when he got here a few years ago, he just kind of said, hey, I've also punted a little bit, and I'm going, okay, here we go. You know, everybody, <laughs> everybody's done that or, you know, has that. And he started punting. And, um, you know, he was kind of a little bit down our depth chart as running back. We were a little bit loaded. And, you know, I kind of told him, I said, man, if you really focus on punting, it could be a, uh, a great place for you. And, and he really did. He bought into it and believed uh, the coaches and, believe Jared Petrino uh, believed in him as, as a special teams coordinator and, and really excelled. And that was, um, that had a lot to do with, with uh, Jared Petrino uh, and him just working hard and getting better all the time. And so very excited about that and, uh, and everything, but we've got a lot of great players on this team. You know, there's some teams out there that may have uh, a better receiver or better this or that, but I really love how our team plays together and the emotion they play with. And, and they really do. They care about each other. Coach, I want to uh, switch the conversation to talking about the conference you guys play in. Um, you're in the Frontier Conference. Obviously, we talked about you're coming off as the defending champions. It's a tough league over there. Um, but what most people don't... <laughs> the least. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, what most people don't realize is there's a lot of home-and-home matchups within the season. Can you uh, maybe expand on just those home-and-homes and... Homes and uh, what could happen maybe in the season? Because there's a lot of revenge games within a season. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I've been – I was at William Penn University, and we played in the mid-states and the heart. Um, now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great football teams out there in the NAIA and uh, a lot of great conferences and everything like that. But um, I've been in three different conferences now, and I truly believe the frontier is the toughest top to bottom. Um, you know, it's – it's hard. I mean, the travel, you know, and, and I'm not making excuses or anything. I mean, we're in the conference. We choose to be in this one. But, um, you know, it's so hard to play other NAI programs for us to see, uh, for, for the country to see, you know, what this conference is about. But, you know, you've got three games each year that you're going to play uh, those teams twice. And I'm sorry, but it's just hard to put in a whole new offensive game plan or defensive game plan or change everything. It's just impossible to do. And that's why even in the NFL, look at those, those games, when those guys um, play twice, uh, it's, you know, you don't have sweeps a lot. You split a lot. Uh, uh, and so it's tough. I mean, every week it's a battle. Um, you may be playing maybe a worst ranked team or worst record team, but I've been a part of those where, you know, upsets have happened. 
uh, or really close games. You know, College of Idaho this year, I think they started 0-4, 0-5 maybe, um, and they took Rocky. They were beating Rocky the whole the whole game almost. And so it's just, uh, it's tough. You know, we don't have any cupcakes uh, in our conference. Uh, There's teams that maybe finish at the lower of our conference uh, every year um, or a couple years here in a row or something like that. But I know they'd go to a lot of conferences out there and finish middle of the road or win it. Um, And so, you know, I wish we could maybe get a little bit more respect uh, in the frontier. Um, But at the end of the day, winning cures all uh, and so teams that win uh, you know kind of get to move forward a little bit and do all those things and uh, you know I would love for uh, there to be a, a little bit of a different rating system or you know 20 teams in the playoffs and um, different things like that but that's for a whole another conversation <laughs> definitely and um, yeah that's that's something that that John and I have, have talked about and kind of bandied back and forth um, is is you know what would happen if the the NAI went to a uh, expanded playoff um, you know and, and so that's always up for debate um, what what one thing if you had to pick one thing what excites you most about the upcoming season um, I would say you know personally just uh, I've always wanted to be a head coach. Uh, that's always been a goal of mine. And um, I think it's, you know, yeah, there's been ups and downs so far and there will continue to be, but um, I'm just excited to one to get back to Rocky. I really enjoyed my time here and in Billings. Um, I love the, you know, I'm from Oklahoma, but I've been kind of all over um, and I love the no humidity, (laughs) you know, to be honest with you with weather. And I think Billings is a great city and uh, there's a lot of things to do here for, for recruits and, and coaches and players and everybody and, and Rocky really supports us and I've seen this campus um, whether it was buildings or you know enrollment or whatever really grow and and our our game day is a lot of fun you know we, we pack our stadium and people sitting on the hills and doing those things so just being around and then this team again you know I had a lot of fun while I was here for for two years especially with being around these guys um, and just to be around them again is is really the excitement and you know, the coaches that we have work extremely hard and care a lot. and um, Just excited for that, you know, excited to see the guys, their hard work pay off and hopefully continue to grow on what we, uh, what we and what they have accomplished in the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a, it's been a plus, but just to continue to grow on that. And, uh, but obviously the unknown, you know, is the, is the nerve wracking part and um, the recruiting part and stuff like that. But, really just excited to, to get back on the field and play football. You know, that's what that's what I love to do and be around, and I know our players do too, but just to get back on the field and play football. Coach, if I'm just a recruit listening to this and I'm not familiar with the Northwest, um, and I'm no Geography B champion myself, but correct me if I'm wrong, don't you guys have a park near you in Billings, Montana? A national park? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yellowstone's about two and a half hours away, three hours away. Um, You know, and just anywhere you go, about 45 minutes in any direction, you're going to find lakes and mountains and skiing and uh, a little bit of everything. And, you know, in the summers, it's going to get up into the mid-90s here, and you're going to see four seasons. Um, And that's what I love. You know, I've been some places where it's, you know, the humidity or the the summers go into November, December, or whatever it may be. And, And I really believe that 
that's why we've had success. You know, we've had Southern California guys. We still do. Arizona and Seattle and, and all that because they once they're here, they understand. You know, you fly into town and you're up on a rock, basically, which is called the rims. And especially if you fly in at night, you see a big city of lights. You know, you're not coming to a small town or, you know, flying into a city and then, hey, we got a bus, you know, or, or drive three hours to to get you on campus and literally the, the airport's two miles from our campus. Uh, and so I just love the, uh, and the, I think the people are great, but I love the outdoors and, and being out here. And I think, uh, and there's no sales tax in Montana. So that always makes it better too. That is definitely an, an added bonus being in, being in Florida, we get, we get the same benefit. Um, so, um, what, what does Rocky have to do? What, what, do y'all have to do to take that next step forward? Well, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of a few things. You know, I think facilities can always get better wherever you're at. Um, I think getting, um, you know, continuing to get better players and, and really getting that competition up. I tell every recruit and I've done it everywhere I've been really, but our job, if we sign a quarterback next year, when we sign a quarterback, we need that, that guy to be better than the one we signed the previous year and I think that's what uh, builds competition and, and just to continue to grow as a team and uh, bring in you know some transfers if need be and um, and really you know health health is always a big thing but you know you look at some of the dominant programs throughout NAI they just keep winning and winning and you know restocking rebuild you know they don't use the word rebuilding um, and so those are the things that I think are important um, but again you know it's a it's a tough conference. We don't uh, um, we don't have a week where oh we've got two lesser opponents that we could you know be all right with, and then we play a tough game. You know, every game we've got to show up for, and um, and so it's tough. Whoever you know, usually whoever wins the frontier has really uh, has really made a splash in the playoffs, and you know, unfortunately for Rocky, they they had to play the the national champion uh, the first week, and um, but like I said, at the end of the day you win games in your conference or wherever it is and you're going to be fine. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, uh, so we'll keep going, keep building and, and, uh, keep going from there. Coach, uh, that's, that's one thing I would love to expand on as well. Um, you said that the winner of the frontier usually goes on to do well. And we have definitely saw that many of times you can take Southern Oregon for recent example. And I think playing those home and home series, uh, where you see the same opponent twice, I think that not only improves the coaching staff and their preparations of a team for a playoff game, but also prepares the players to just be ready for anything. But we have just one last question here, Coach, and we're just going to let you be on your way and enjoy your family on this beautiful Monday night. Uh, okay. Maybe you know from a kid's perspective or a coach's perspective, um, you have been there previously, and I think I know the answer to this, being around NAI for a little bit. But the frontier, it seems almost like everyone is rivals there. Uh, it's not one particular game. But is it like that, or do your kids have that one team that circled on the schedule, a rivalry game for Rocky Mountain? You know, I think it kind of depends. Um I think everybody in this conference, you know, with the success that Carroll College has had in the past, um, I think everybody wants to wants to beat them and, and get after them just because of the national championships and what they've had in the frontier and even in the NAI um, in the last 15 to 20 years. I think they, uh, 
have done a heck of a job and and uh you know coach van deest i know he uh retired but you know with coach purcell and and the guys that they've hired and, and what they're doing they're they're always tough uh you know with montana tech it's um you know, it, it's a battle. You know, there's always something. I think our conference being a little bit smaller than the rest of them, um, you get to know teams a little bit more. And sometimes when you play a team a second time, it's uh, maybe they embarrassed you or you embarrassed them or, you know, whatever it may be. And um, so you have to have to step your game up for the for the next game that you play them. But, um, you know, really, I think it's Southern Oregon, man. They've what the what job they've done in the last five to seven years and and everything like that everybody was kind of okay we need to beat them and um so there's always it, it's always going on and there's always a rivalry but you know these are all the teams that um you either lose out to recruiting for somebody or beating recruiting and so um you know and guys that because a lot of these teams up here recruit the same kids uh you know i've been at so many high schools where you don't even hear of any other teams in your conference uh, in recruiting battles or anything like that. But you know we're gonna we're gonna lose out to kids to, that go to Montana Tech. They're either gonna pick Carroll, Montana Tech, or Northern, or, or whoever, in, in Western. And so you're recruiting the same kids, and I think that brings some rivalry into it too, and some competition, which is good. You know, competition's always always great and uh, makes everybody better. So. I think that's a big part of it, too. Um, and there's just a lot of good coaches in this conference. You know, we all know each other. We were on the conference call uh, last week. And, um, you know, and there's – I mean, it's just everybody's a good guy and doing what's best for, for us in the conference and all that stuff. But um, there's also some some competition between us, too. So, um, no, it's, it's a little bit different. Maybe there's something in the air up here or something like that. But – uh, football's taken very seriously up here, and I love it. I really do. And, and uh, like I said, we're just excited for uh, for what's going on and, and to get back out on the field. Coach, that's awesome to hear. And we are very excited to uh, follow Frontier Conference football, um, especially with Rocky Mountain trying to defend that conference championship. NAI football listeners, make sure you go follow Coach Stutz on Twitter. Follow Rocky Mountain, the Badland Bears on Twitter. Um, Coach Stutz, thank you for joining us today for the interview. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And I, I really appreciate everything you guys do for for not just uh, NAI football, but for the uh, the players and the student-athletes. And, and that's what it's all about. And uh, for doing the promotions and, and, and everything. I mean, nothing's better than uh, getting a kid away from the NCAA uh, to the NAI. And so many people out there just don't understand the, the quality of football and, uh, you know, that – we could go hang with anybody at the division two level, I feel like, and, uh, as a whole and, and, you know, would even love to see some bowl games against division two teams, um, after the seasons and stuff like that, but just appreciate everything that you guys do. And, and if there's anything that I can help, uh, with, uh, just let me know and would love to. Yes, sir. Coach, we appreciate the kind words. I hope you have a good night and I hope we keep up with you soon. All right. Thanks guys. You're welcome. Bears. Hey, NAI football fans, you just listened to our interview with Coach Stutz of Rocky Mountain College. Rocky Mountain is coming off of a 2018 Frontier Conference Championship season, something that hasn't happened in Billings, Montana in a while. And I know those kids are hungry for more. And like Coach Stutz said in an interview, there's going to be a standard around there and it's going to be consistent around there. And that's going to be high level. Corey, what was your take from the interview? I was just kind of blown away how uh, an Oklahoma boy uh, has just fallen in love with Billings, Montana, 
and uh, you know, especially coming back after being an assistant coach and, and, and building this thing and now taking it back over, I'm, I'm very excited to see what Rocky Mountain is going to do and see if they're able to maintain their uh, position atop uh, the frontier. Corey, well, I'm really excited for the guy has been a former quarterback at a high level. And I'm excited to see the quarterback play come next year. But I'm also interested to see how he delegates his defensive responsibilities. So the Frontier Conference is absolutely loaded next year. It's going to be interesting to see if Montana Western stays up top of there. If Carroll College, the royalty of NAI, starts making a tread back. Southern Oregon, who's had recent success, if they could challenge for it. And like we mentioned, guys, the Frontier is very rare. They have in-season home-and-home series because they are isolated in that northwest big sky part of the country. So they get to really tune up, and I really think that helps them with playoffs. So make sure you guys go out and follow Coach Stutz and Rocky Mountain and uh, stay up to date with the Badland Bears. But, Corey, we have something exciting going on on our Twitter we have the NAI Helmet Wars in their first round. It's going to conclude this Saturday in the first round. We got a lot of feedback on how we want to do that. Right now we're doing likes and retweets, and but second round we're going to transition away from that. But me and Corey both thought it was fair that if you played well in season, you should get that like advantage instead of the retweets over a team that did not do so well. So there you go, guys. You did well on the field. You get the advantage. Corey, who do you pick to win the helmet competition? Oh, man, there are just so many good helmets out there. Um, I really like, i tell you who I, who I really liked. Those chrome helmets from U-Pike, those were seriously, those, those were awesome. I don't even like orange. I hate orange. I despise it. I'm I'm a Florida State fan. Don't don't at me. You know, Gators, Miami, just can't I can't take it. But that orange with that chrome, that was fire, dude. I, I would say that's definitely the best helmet in all of Kentucky. So I, I definitely think in the mid south, U Pike, if they get that support, they'll have a chance to win. As far as me, I'm gonna go with the Dort Defenders. Those are good too. I, I really like that. And let's not Count out Kansas Wesleyan over mm. there. They have all kinds of options, and we're going to include that. I think they're coming up Wednesday. We're going to include all their options. They're looking very sharp. Now, Corey, we're going to ask a favor of our listeners. Guys, we are looking for a sponsor for this competition. The two main companies we have our eyes on is Soldier Sports and Jostens. Soldier Sports they support the Wounded Warrior Foundation. We would love to partner with these guys. So do us a favor. We've come in contact with both of them. Go put in a good word for us. Say that you enjoy the content or whatever you need because we cannot grow unless we have support. We love your support and we're reaching out for other support. Jostens, they are providing Morningside's National Championship rings and they are providing other conference championship rings. So, guys, two companies we really want to align with and partner with and be brothers with, go hit those guys up. Corey, I heard a rumor we're doing an interview with Reinhardt next week. Yes, this we week. Are. This, this week. week. 
Yep. So, guys. So it'll be out next week. We have that coming up Friday. It'll come out. And just a reminder, our podcast is going to drop every Wednesday, Wednesday morning, and we will let you guys know. I know we're on Google Play, Google Sound, Spotify, SoundCloud. Corey, are we... We're, on any we're, others? We're literally on everything but iTunes. Uh, we're not on Stitcher. I, I, I haven't had much much feedback on Stitcher, but uh, Google Play, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, of course, it's where we started. Um, but iTunes is is the last Mac Daddy that I that I gotta get figured out. But uh, you know, once once we're there, we'll be in like Flynn. So you rich Apple users, we are coming your way very soon, guys. Have a great night, and remember, NAI football is the best. If you see Clay Travis on Twitter, give him an E-punch, and we'll get him. Have a good night, guys.